have dragged Bill on some uh, some rides maybe he wasn't super happy about, but the bike got him through it. Um, yeah, I mean, our goal is never to kill Bill, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but we always need to push its limits <laughs> to the edge. Welcome to Pivot Podcast. This summer is a busy one at Pivot. We keep expanding our portfolio. Just a couple of weeks ago, we presented the Shuttle SL to the world, a lightweight e-bike with its focus on agility and low weight. Today, we take a look at the other end of the spectrum. The big ice cream cup with chocolate sprinkles, cookies and extra cream. Because sometimes too much is just right. We want to introduce you to the Shuttle LT. An EWS proof full on e-bike to conquer the gnarliest tracks up and down. My name is Jens Staud, your host for today. And my guests to talk about this bike are Chris Kukalis and Bill Kibler. Welcome Chris, welcome Bill. Thank you. Thanks Jens. When we discuss e-bikes today... It is quite different from it was a couple of years ago. We saw diversification in application. This means we have not only one, but overall four e-bikes in our pivot lineup, the Evolt and the Shuttle family. Shuttle SL, the former Shuttle, now became the Shuttle AM, and now we have the Shuttle LT. But before we start, we absolutely need to introduce Bill. Yeah, I met Bill, oh man, back... Late in the 90s, I was at Titus and uh, we were working on a concept of hydroforming aluminum that was just coming into the sport, starting to see more formed shapes on bikes instead of just round tubes. And uh, we were designing this cool form seat tower assembly for the, actually for the Titus switchblade, the first switchblade. It was a really complicated part. And then we ran, uh, we were looking for a place to make it and Bill ran a high-end ATV fabrication aftermarket performance shop, and they had a lot of laser cutting and sheet metal forming capabilities. He basically took my hand-formed concept and figured out a way to make incredibly precise production parts. And it was literally something we banged into, in, into shape with a hammer. So it was quite incredible what he was able to do then and what he's able to do now. And we've basically been working together on projects ever since. And Bill, you can tell us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, like I said, first met Chris doing the switchblade project and his bikes were, uh, I was a mountain biker back then. They let me ride one of their bikes and I just fell in love with it. And uh, as I moved around to different uh, machine shops, I always kept in touch with him and brought the the work to the shop I was working at. And eventually I opened my own machine shop and did a lot of uh, production and uh, prototyping for Chris over the years. And when Chris decided to start Pivot, I wanted to join forces with him and basically uh, moved uh, my machine shop in with with Chris. And we've been working on projects ever since. And every day is a new adventure and exciting to see what we can make together. It's been a fun journey. How, how many toys in, 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 in the kind of a CNC machine and stuff you have in your department? Well, we have a full array of CNC machines. We have three, three CNC mills. We have a couple CNC lathes. Uh, we have some 3D printers. One of them we can print up to five and a half feet tall. We can actually print a full front triangle in it. Uh, and it was something that uh, a friend of mine and I uh, collaborated on and built together. We have 
CNC uh, cutting capabilities for composites. Just uh, whatever we want to do, we can do in-house pretty much. When Chris was over here uh, a couple of weeks ago, he showed me a video with you guys just making carbon prototypes tubing. And the how is it called again, Chris, this blue stuff that got pulled out? Oh, yeah, we've got a process that we developed at Titus. Don't want to talk too much about it, but it allows us to develop incredibly precise carbon tubes and uh it'll it'll really be the next generation of some of the things we're doing in our prototyping we're, we're really excited about it you uh you might see some things on the world cup circuit in the not too distant future uh using this technology bill you not only do uh, metal stuff with cnc machines etc you also do carbon stuff yeah and composites yes can design and make all the molds and everything that we need in-house. A lot of times we need to make special little pieces to test out. We can made the molds to do cold molding on different parts. We can also 3D print samples and test fit them for into the bikes, especially on the e-bikes. A lot of the brackets and some of the things that we use, we'll 3D print them up first to test them before we machine them. Uh, just to make sure we get the design as close as possible on the first go-around. So by having this opportunity to have all this prototyping in-house, I think we might at some point need to do an extra podcast on that. But now, just let's get started on the exciting details of a new bike. And for those listeners who are not totally familiar with our lineup, the term shuttle stands for Electrified Mountain Bikes at Pivot. So, Chris... After introducing the first shuttle, which now became the AM for All Mountain, in 2017, you kept tinkering with e-bikes and more pivots got motors. So why was it important to offer a bigger variety of e-bikes in our lineup? Yeah, it was uh, cool. Back in 2017, there wasn't really uh, uh, much going on in high-end uh, e-mountain bikes. We it, w it was like there was a lot of crap in the marketplace that basically low to mid-end or very heavy bikes that uh, motors were being attached to. And the concept of having a really a high-performing enduro bike just really wasn't being achieved out there. So getting getting the original shuttle going was a, one of the most exciting projects I've really worked on in the, really the history of being in the bicycle industry. It was something all new, and it took the opportunity for us to really take that idea of assisted drive units and incorporated in a in a very very integrated way so that the whole performance of the bike was where we wanted it to be and so that original shuttle started with the concept of making an emtb that was as close to our switchblade as possible and in, in both in terms of handling and suspension performance and keeping the weight low and then as each version of that bike evolved we continued to stretch its capabilities to have that one bike to do it all. That was great at the time. However, in our analog line of trail enduro bikes, we have the Trail 429, we have the Switchblade, the Firebird, and that covers the entire spectrum. We wanted to offer that same type of range with our EMTB lineup as well. I totally remember that first prototype. It was an, an all alloy, like really prototype looking thing. And, and Bill, you had probably a lot of fun to, on manufacturing those parts, did you? Oh, yeah. it was. We uh, pushed the envelope of uh, not only in the design, but uh, the making of it took us to the maximum of our 
capacity of our machines and our minds. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was ex- yeah. We had to buy some other start to consider buying other machines after that to just do the size of the parts that we needed to do. It was pretty cool. And Bill, do you still have that original? Yes, it's in my bike in your personal lineup. Of course, it's in my garage right now. And all my grandkids love riding it. <laughs> so it's still in use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As my tribe gets bigger, um, I have to have more bikes in my garage to cover the the range of the my family. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not a garage, it's a hashtag museum. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. It is a little uh, bit. I, I like to keep uh, the bikes that I build. And now, I mean, with that bike, it was that this prototype led to a bike which was able to crush the 20 kilo mark just below it. And the Shuttle SL, the bike we just launched a couple of weeks ago, almost took 4 kg away from that. And now we offer the electrified Firebird pretty much in our lineup. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with the Shuttle SL, we really wanted to build a highly capable, lightweight EMTV that, that followed that similar capability to our Trail 429 Enduro model, kind of between that and the Switchblade. And then we have our, our what we call internally our regular shuttle, and, and now called the Shuttle AM or Shuttle All Mountain. It's really the Switchblade of our EMTB lineup with 140 millimeters of travel in the rear, 160 on the front. Uh, and then now we have the new Shuttle LT, um, or as you put it when we were talking earlier, the electrified Firebird. One of our dealers sent me a text when we uh, when he first found out about it, and he's like, "I can't wait for my Electro Bird." So, uh, yeah, very very excited uh, to introduce this bike to the world. Our Firebird is our EWS race bike, and it, Matthew Walker just made a podium on it, and it's we are so successful with this bike in the EWS. It's now the Shuttle LT, pretty much an E EWS race bike. It's certainly that if that's what you want it to be. You know, the pro- the Firebird has proven itself to be a highly successful EW race bike with the pivot team currently sitting atop, well atop of the team rankings. But like the Firebird, the new Shuttle LT has that same high level of confidence and capability built into it. But also like the Firebird, it's a bike that can do everything. It can take you anywhere. And there's way more people riding firebirds that are not ews racers and it's a bike that helps them push their limits and um, feel confident in any kind of train they're riding so this bike just like that is really designed to allow you to push your personal capabilities and add to what you're already able to do and really expand your limits Uh, and not just on the downhills the bike climbs incredibly of course with power in this regard it's a lot better than the firebird because you have that that power assist and for me it's it's difficult to really describe in words how this bike really comes together as one i know we'll be getting into more of the details but it's just one of those things in life that you need to experience because the balance the feel and the fun factor of the shuttle lt are just off the charts the people are probably pretty eager to actually know how many watt hours how much torque geometry and just all the details about the shuttle lt but before we jump into that i mean we need to cover a little bit more of the many maybe the manufacturing history of all these bikes because bill you had been in charge for making all of these prototypes and 
you have influence on how they sit in the spectrum of how Chris explained the shuttle SL is pretty much an enduro trail and the shuttle AM is kind of a switchblade and now we have kind of a firebird. So how this range of bikes actually look like. Okay, we originally started with the shuttle, which is now the, called the AM. Um, it falls into the middle of the spectrum of our uh, electric bikes. You get a Shimano EP8 motor and a big battery, our suspension design, and travel makes it a true all-mountain e-bike. That's kind of fun. You can take it out of the garage, go for a big ride, and have a blast, and still get to enjoy the rest of your day because you still you feel like a, a Superman, and uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, then uh, we recently launched the SL, and this is uh, serves riders. They're looking closer to something that's not an electric mountain bike. It's light, a lot lighter than the the AM. Has a little bit of less travel, but it's very agile and can't tell that it's an e-bike. It rides so great, you know. It's it's just a lot of fun and very uh, responsive. And then we saw the opportunity to uh, develop a bigger more longer travel bike with more aggressive approach um, mirroring the capabilities of our high performance enduro bikes the firebird basically it's the firebird turned into an e-bike it's it's an awesome ride i remember that in our last podcast about the sl that you chris were also riding the sl without the motor and it actually was a great bike without the motor some of the things we were doing on that and some of the curves and things really it it will add to the development of future analog mountain bikes as, as well. I spent so much time on that uh, e-bike as a non-e-bike that is almost like a, another addition to our analog line. But once we got to add the power to it, <laughs> things got uh, infinitely better. It was, uh, it was it, yeah, it was just the, the whole idea of across our line having e-assist is, it, it's so much fun. Imagine putting a, analog bike like a firebird and making it into an e-bike so there are a couple of details to make that happen i mean it's not just like bolting a motor on it right chris yeah besides the electric parts of the shuttle lt this bike features everything you would expect from the firebird and what you would want out of a high level enduro bike it features a long reach slack head angle to go down steep technical trails and of course a chainstay length that provides stability but without giving up the playful nature of the Firebird. With a bike this size and travel, you want to ensure that it still has proper handling. We spent a significant effort into optimizing the position of the motor and the battery. The, the center of the mass is extremely low and centered on the front triangle, and this makes the front triangle a lot more compact with incredible standover clearance. What we did to achieve this was we rotated the motor up in the frame and rotated the shock forward slightly. This allowed us to be able to place the removable battery lower under the motor. So when you're going really just flat out on a gnarly trail, the bike is super planted, but also able to tr change directions easily. And one of the coolest things is just how it jumps. A lot of uh, bigger travel e-bikes, big motor, big battery, when you come off the face of a jump or when you drop off something, they just have this tendency for the front end to just drop hard but the shuttle lt is not like that it's super neutral it's easy to manual with everything centered around the bb it feels even much lighter than it is and uh basically it's a, a bike that's easy to change direction easy to throw around 
just makes it super fun. With the overall design, we were using the well-proven Shimano EP8 motor, but along with that is one of the most interesting aspects of the bike being the battery. Shimano has several certified battery partners. We wanted a battery with more range than even the shuttle all mountain, and we were able to develop a 656 watt hour battery and a nice slim package. In truth, this is way more power than riders will ever need, but it's awesome to have for big adventures or even self-shuttling so you can get in as many runs as possible. Kevin and I worked with the battery cell, with the battery manufacturer on the cell layout that would provide us the most power and a design that keeps the bike slim. It was an interesting meetings to get to where we wanted to because their concept in battery design was really to keep the cell orientation in more of a, a square, more slight rectangle brick shape where it was super wide, a little bit tall, Basically, just this lump that was really difficult to package and both make the bike look nice and kind of achieve what we wanted to achieve with getting the battery out. And so Kevin was looking at the, the size of each cell and doodling on a napkin how many batteries we could pack in, in each segment and stack them up to where what, what the length of down tube we needed for an, a small frame and to be able to get this all packaged in so we could really achieve the optimal setup on the bike. Yeah, it came out really nice looking. So you have a nice slim down tube and the way it fits in, we were able to achieve all of our goals with that. And then of course, this battery also features a high-tech battery management system that meets all the top battery safety regulations, which is really important these days. It's also fully covered and warrantied through Shimano service as well. So one of the coolest things about the whole system is how the battery loads into the frame. Bill did a lot of work on the development of this. Uh, Bill, tell us a little bit about how this works. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of really a, a trick setup. We integrated the skid plate so that you can remove two bolts from the front of it uh, and it rotates back away and uh, you're able to just unplug the battery and put the cable to the side and slide the battery out then you can uh, take it out and charge it offline if you want to and then it's easily back installed and uh, keeps everything down low also it's kind of trick with the way it's set up when you close it back up the the skid plate has all the the mechanisms in it to design to keep it nice and tensioned and uh, not moving around. It's easy access and uh, simple. And we're talking about a big e-bag here, right? So important part, how much does it weigh? The LT weighs, actually weighs just under 50 pounds or 22 and a half kilograms. Um, That's good. And yeah, it's really good. This is, this is quite light for a bike in this category with this size battery. It's 756 watt hours. The bike also has a Fox 38.4, 2.5-inch tires, long travel dropper posts, a 223-millimeter front rotor that's thicker to handle those e-bike loads, and then the frame is designed for a 203-millimeter direct mount, post-mount rear and then, of course, wheels that are appropriate for enduro-style bikes. So all these parts that go on this bike would, you know, normally add up to a 32-pound enduro bike. So to get a bike with this size motor um, and battery on it, we're definitely at the light end of the scale. So for those who haven't already seen our uh, shreddy flyby, how we call it, there's a video out there on our YouTube channel of our Pivot Factory racing team, like really, really 
getting this bike sideways. Um, you want to check that one out, but here for the podcast as well. Chris, what would a ride on your Shuttle LT look like? Well, I mean, rides on the sh Shuttle LT can look at, like whatever you want it to look like. There, there's, it's, it's not really a bike with limitations. You, normally, you're the limit. If you're not just going boost crazy, uh, five to six hour epic rides are not out of the question. My personal favorites are long technical rides. The LT not only ups the fun factor on the steeper technical descents, even when it's not super technical, it gives me that extra safety net when I'm at my physical limit. And on really long rides where you're really tired, it's just nice to have that extra extra travel, extra bike handling, and, and extra stability out of the bike. It's always nice to know that the bike's more capable than I am. And uh, it's a nice feeling to have when you're pushing it. This is these long rides. This is where I want the most support, no range anxiety, a lot of travel, and all that grip. And for me and really anybody, riding the shuttle can make your ride easier. Or it can make it even way more challenging if that's what you prefer because you can just go for things that you wouldn't normally do. It really gives everybody the ability to push their own personal limits. So with the whole shuttle line, the bikes really enable you from a fitness level. The shuttle LT just pushes that boundary a bit further in terms of range and making crazy technical climbs and, and more extreme descending, really a welcome challenge. And, uh, Bill and I both have a lot of great rides on the LT. And Bill, what are your thoughts regarding your favorite rides on that bike and how you use it and, and uh, some of the rides we've done together? Well, like you said, Chris, uh, you know, you do like those long technical rides and uh, you drag me along with you and <laughs> that bike helps me survive them. <laughs> It's uh, actually just a blast uh, to see what you can push your limits to. As I get older, I'm supposed to be reminded that I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to do these things. And this just gives me the opportunity to still live a dream, being a child still, you know, <laughs> having a blast and hanging out with uh, some fit riders and uh, it gives me great capabilities. I love the the rides we do out at Haas. You know, we do um, over 20 mile rides that, uh, and 3,000 feet of climbing and that's uh you got to put a lot of effort into that and the bike helps just make that day enjoyable and uh, it handles so good um, I just feel like I'm on a, a roller coaster ride having a blast riding all the time you know the e-ticket hopefully I got another 10 or 15 years in me to keep up with Chris <laughs> <laughs> did Chris t take you on this what is this trail called this super technical climbing we rode last December Chris Oh man, I don't. It was, were we on South Mountain? Oh, the beat down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. So, ra Ranger tra Ranger Trail up. Do you drag crew Bill also? And and across national, yes, I've 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 taken I've dragged Bill on some uh, some rides. Maybe he wasn't super happy about, but the bike got him through it. Um, yeah, I mean, our goal is never to kill Bill, but. <laughs> <laughs> but but we always need to push its limits <laughs> to the edge. Yeah, you did just kill it, just killing me a little yeah. bit on this trail, I guess. Yeah, I, Jens, I don't know if you remember the first time you came out to ride e-bikes with me, and I was on that original prototype uh, that that Bill still has yeah. of the first shuttle, and 
we were doing a version of that of that ride and uh you were on a uh competitor bike an, a, a competitor bike um yeah and th- this was when we only had the 503 watt hour battery so it was really uh this ride was a bit about battery management and uh <laughs> and the other one supposedly had a 500 watt hour battery too but we got only got about through 60% of the ride and uh, we uh and and that other bike uh killed its battery pretty quickly and we had to pedal out and we actually wound up coming down uh that trail the ranger trail and then having to have somebody come pick us up because we were so out in the middle of so far from from pivot at that point but that uh with with the with the big battery you can do that whole loop that we did that first time you could boost the whole thing and still finish with three bars it's it's amazing both the efficiency of the bikes the motor yeah. and uh and of course the battery life what what's capable now on on the the length of these rides for those that are interested you may want to really google also what ranger trail is and imagine going this trail up and the fiber uh, the, the shuttle lt can actually do that and it's pretty pretty impressive yeah the battery life on these bikes is so good uh usually uh my battery life runs out before the bike does <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. And maybe, but maybe there are people out there that way fitter than us. So if they want to go all crazy on their length of their rides, and could they carry a second battery and just change it like mid trail if they drain the first one? Yeah, you could do that. Um, like Bill said, it's uh, it's two bolts. The front of the skid plate rotates down. You unplug the cord from the battery, and then the battery slides out underneath. So It's uh, possible and super easy to do that on trail, but yeah, carrying another 756 watt hour battery in your pack, that whole idea sounds a, a little bit crazy to me and riding seven to 10 hours on your e-bike also sounds a little bit nuts, but I'm sure there's customers of ours that would love to do that. For most though, what's more, what would be more realistic is having a second battery where you're doing self shuttle runs And you're just boosting up the hill to get uh, to the next run as quickly as possible. You could do a morning session, stop to have lunch, and then put a fresh battery in and, and keep going for an afternoon session. The battery can be charged on or off the bike. Off the bike charging requires a small plug-in adapter. But yeah, it can keep you in rotation and then you don't have to, that's quite the charge time. So Yeah, second battery is certainly a great option on this bike if that's what you want to do. If you follow our PFR rider, Bernard Kerr, during winter times in the UK, he's like a big Shuttle AM fan. And now with the LT, he was shooting photos for it for yeah, for the press release. And when those photos came in, I was like, wow, this thing is flying and BK was flying. So is he participating again at the EWSE? Uh <laughs> Yeah, no, Bernard is actually killing it right now in the World Cup, so I doubt we will see any runs uh, at the EWS anytime soon. That said, the, the entire team just is in love with the bike. They were all super excited to get their, their shuttle LTs, and uh, if they didn't have a, a, a race season to win, they probably couldn't get them off of those things. Yeah, they were really enjoying themselves in the video. Bill, you made the prototypes for all the members of our shuttle family. So the SL, the AM, and the LT. 
which one you like the most from them? Um, of course, I like them all, but uh, my favorite go-to is uh, the the Shuttle AM. You know, it's um, for me, it's the all-around bike. I can do casual rides um, with friends or family, and then I can go with Chris on a very technical uphill climb and descent. We have a uh, one of my favorite rides to do with Chris is to ride up National and come down Corona and. It gives me the energy level that I can sustain to be able to do the descent on Corona. That's uh, it's just an amazing all-around bike, and you know, it, um, we were able to keep the weight down on that at 19 and a half kilograms, 43 pounds. Um, it was a game changer, and now it's uh, the third generation. It's got a larger battery, so you can get a longer, a uh, lot longer rides in, and. Uh, with the EP8 motor and um, it's very uh, very improved and uh, uh, just makes a great uh, riding experience and I hope to keep riding it for a long time. So Chris you you have the potential of pot having like all three shuttles in your garage I guess. Yes. So which is what <laughs> which is the one you you pick the most or is your favorite? Uh, you know, everyone pretty much knows at this point, I'm always excited about the next bike. It's, uh, we often spend more than a year testing before the bikes ever go into production. So it's, it's fun to see every new project evolve as we develop the bike into something really well beyond what we originally envisioned. So with the SL and the LT, both of these bikes were developed at a similar time. Uh, yet they're really different. For me, the SL is my cheater bike. The experience is so much like riding my Trail 429 that it's sometimes just way too easy to just pick that by the bike that gives you assistance. And you actually almost sometimes have to force yourself to like, I'm, I'm going to go out on my analog bike. So it's super fun, but uh, very much a, a normal mountain bike experience. And then And then for me, the shuttle, like Bill said, the, the shuttle AM is the great all-arounder. I mean, it's that bike is highly refined. We spent, it's on its third generation, and, and there's many things that are just, most things that are just absolutely perfect about that bike. I put some lighter wheels and some slightly lighter, lighter parts on it this year, and uh, this was the bike I raced at. At Sea Otter, I appreciate its full power and just that snappiness to get up and go in a lighter package. It's, and like Bill said, riding with his family, it's also the bike I love to ride in larger groups of e-bike riders as there's generally different fitness levels, experience levels. It does everything and it does it very well. But when I just want to pick and go on an awesome e-bike ride and I can pick which bike and which ride I'm going to do, then it's it's all about the Shuttle LT. As we've discussed, most people know that Pivot's located uh, here in Phoenix near South Mountain. The amount of technical riding we have on South Mountain is incredible. Uh, you have great technical climbs, hard downhills with big rock drops. And on the weekend, I like to do big rides that get to the, the other end of the mountain where not many people ride because both the distance... And the terrain is is way more rugged in nature. And uh, the Shuttle LT is really perfect for these rides. The Shimano motor is super smooth and powerful. And then the travel geometry and over, overall feel of the of the Shuttle LT really comes alive in this environment. Yeah, it's, it's cool to be able to get out there so far that 
when you're riding in the middle of nowhere, it's a bit like riding in a different world. And you'll, you can be out there for hours and can really enjoy the trails and nature and you rarely see anybody else. And it's both pretty magical and it's also nice to know that you have that extra travel, that extra range, everything you need. So it's you just have that extra assurance that you can do those rides and know that you've got the equipment that'll back you up. If I would live in Phoenix, I would also say the LT for me. But when going on a ride with you, Chris, it's just like you're dragging the people so far out into the desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you want to have this bike because it's otherwise it's just too hard. And yeah, but I'm living over here in Germany and the trails are different and uh, we're, we kept joking about it. And um, but I, I think for me, it's the it's, a, it's the SL. I mean, I raved about it, how much I like it in the SL podcast, but it's. For me, it's not like this all-distance desert ride. I mean, we don't have this this remote places over here in, in Germany. So I have like rather this tinier package, super flickable. It it actually helps me getting up the hill and on flatter trails and make me enjoy them more. And so you called it the, the cheater bike. Maybe it's a, the same for me, Chris. And I want to play more on the trail. And as funny it is like on these desert rides on the LT, it's just for me too much i want to have like the shorter rides getting up there get like one hour of riding in and just getting the maximum out of it without having to i would never use this battery so it's it's just the sl for me there's a bike for everyone for every ride so really yeah totally you know like for when you're going to go to the alps and do bigger stuff a couple of shuttles everyone needs <laughs> at least at least at least yeah. uh, you need all three <laughs> but all three would be best <laughs> We recently found a trail with one of our, our partners. I was out there and Chris, uh, I need to get you there. Maybe not in the rain because it's in the mud. It's like horrible, but you want to have this big bike to get up the mountain. It's a lot of climbing and it's super, super steep. And then uh, we did it on the SL and it, as, as flickable it is, as it is, it, Alpine riding, I mean, the LT is the bike to go, I guess. So we, we shared now some blank facts about the LT and how you can have a blast out there on the trails. On pivot bikes, there's always more than you can see on the first look. We, we, we spend a lot of time on R&D and resources and our carbon manufacturing process. So what else we should like mention on this bike? It has a skid plate, which actually covers the chain ring. It features the dock tool, water bottles, big ones. So what else? Yeah, I mean, the the, the we talked a little bit about the the rotation of the skid plate and how it the battery exits out there but the the shuttle lt is as well as actually the the shuttle am has this full protection skid plate that extends below the height of the chain ring this is actually something we debated a lot about on how to do this design because i wanted a skid plate that extended below that it's one of my favorite features of both of these bikes as it gives that confidence to get up and over something that would normally be a chain ring crusher or a bike tipper. Again, back to South Mountain, I have these trails that they're just these both step ups and step downs. And a lot of them are just between the front and rear wheels. You are full on scraping or you're doing a power move. And it's almost like the purpose is to slam up onto that skid plate and then your back wheel slides up on top of something. And even the rubber that we developed to go on those for the protection had to be of a durometer and a type that it 
it can take those hits and scrapes. And so that's one of the little features that makes the bike even more fun, whether you're going up over rocks or going up over a log. It, uh, it adds that level of capability. In addition to that, all sizes of the bike fit a full-size water bottle. We have our pivot tool dock system mount under the top tube. And then if you use that in conjunction with our pivot tube strap, you can really have everything you need contained on the bike. So it just makes getting out on a ride that much easier when you don't have to go run around the house and grab things. You just grab your water bottle and go. And then one of the other cool features is the on the power button on the top tube, there's also a USB-C port. So if you need to charge your phone, your Garmin, or even certain lighting systems, you have a nice external charging option on the bike. Let me get back real quick on this skid plate because a lot of people have concerns of slamming a rock into the down tube. So it's actually able to take that hits, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's the way the, the motor is positioned and where the skid blade's positioned. When you're coming up and over, not likely to get onto the down tube. You'd really have to be doing something quite silly to slam into the face of the down tube on the bike. The actual skid plate, the thickness, the way it's built, not only can it take it, one of our guys at work is also just loves South Mountain and he puts a lot more miles on his e-bike than any of us and he just loves to abuse it. He'll he'll bang on that thing until the rubber is gone and he'll keep crushing it and until his shuttle AM looks like there's nothing left of the skid plate but completely scraped away. But there's no... Other than deep scratches and gouges, there's no cracks in it. So it can keep going for a long time. And fortunately, that part's replaceable. So if you were to slam it and break it, it's something you could you could change out. Yeah, maybe you should tell him, like, hey, maybe you just get a replaceable new one on it? To not, like, totally wear it down? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he'll wear it down and then uh, put a new one on, uh, you know, when it's, when it's, when it's time for that bike to have a new home. <laughs> okay, I see. So, but it's nice to hear that we have these tough testing grounds that really gets the abuse on our, our bike so we can ensure it works in every environment. What kind of builds we offer, Chris? So we offer the Shuttle LT in two builds. Uh, there's the Team XTR build and then the Ride XTSLX build. The Team XTR is the lighter of the two and features carbon bars and Fox factory level suspension. The Ride XTSLX build features Fox performance level suspension and top-end components with similar performance to the team build. We, uh, we really love that performance level suspension, the Fox grip damper on the Fox 36 fork, and then the, the Float X is the, the same shock as the factory series, but without the Kashima and some of the, the tune, basically the compression rebound adjustability turned back to a, a more limited range. So it's actually easier for people to dial in on that bike. Both builds feature the same Shimano drive system, battery and display, as well as the same frame on both builds. And then both frames are available in both colors. So you can choose between either the cool Bass Boat Blue Tritone color or the Northern Lights Green color. Both options are going to be super popular and uh, And now you don't have to choose between one color on the performance build, one color on the team build. Uh, you can get either one in either color. We covered this a little bit in our when we talked about how we ride those bikes and how each of us prefers a different kind of the shuttle family. But if I nail you down, Chris, so this shuttle LT, how does this customer look like and, and who is this bike for? Like, like what's the perfect match on this bike? 
Yeah, that's really a tough question because we work so hard to develop every bike with a high level of versatility. And just like the Firebird, the Shuttle LT can fit such a wide range of riders. If, if you have more bike without a penalty, then why wouldn't you want that? And so, sometimes a case can be made for too much is just right. And that's really what the Shuttle LT is all about. If there are times when when you like to ride trails at the more extreme end of the spectrum, even if your everyday riding is something less, then there's really not a lot of penalty to pay for having more bike underneath you. But if that's not you and you stick to more of mid-technical to cross-country trails, then fortunately we have a full range of shuttle models that can really fit everyone's riding needs perfectly. And like we were talking about before, Bill and I both feel that everyone needs three shuttles, <laughs> and that just to fill out your, your lineup. You, you only live once, and uh, as uh, Bill likes to say, he who dies with the most toys wins. <laughs> I got to remember, and I'm really having a favor for the SL, I'm not a cross-country rider. I want to point that out. <laughs> maybe, maybe a quick summary on, on this. You're an uphill cross-country rider, and then you turn into a downhill rider? Kind of. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so if I make a quick summary, I mean, it's, it's a big e-bike with a strong motor, a big battery, with 756 watt-hours, enduro geometry, enabling you to go up tech climbs and down gnarly descents. A bike which leaves nothing to be desired and still weights close to 22 kilo. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I can't wait to get some riding in on it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Bill, for providing those insights. Absolutely. Well, put a big yeah. grin on your face. <laughs> I think so. So, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Bill, for providing all those insights. And see you out there. All right. Look forward to riding with you, Jens. See you Bye -bye. soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you all. <laughs>